How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we kick off our Week 7 coverage, taking a look at the Los Angeles Rams. Welcome back to the show, guys. The Bears are looking to move to 6-1 and one this week. Obviously, they play October 26, Monday night football. They will face off with the Los Angeles Rams in an away game. The Bears are 1-1 one and one against the Rams in the past two seasons. Uh, they've played them in primetime each time. They won one at Soldier Field. They lost one at the Coliseum, and this year they will look to rebound at SoFi Stadium. I am your host, Chris Malpe, and today to talk about the Rams who come into this one 4-2, and two, I am joined with both of my co-hosts, Parsh Shaw and Jalen McClinton. How's it going, guys? Doing pretty good. Uh, enjoying, I guess, a Tuesday morning or afternoon. It's 1.30. I guess I just woke up, so it's a little late, but ready to talk some Bears football. Yeah, same here. Uh, you know, just playing a little bit of Madden, but uh, it's Tuesday. We play in what six six days? Six yeah, days. So, uh, probably push the schedule back a little bit. So I'm fine with that. You know, we're five and one. Can't be more happy. Here. Yeah, happy. took a day off, but we are here to talk about the Rams today. They are favored by five and a half points uh, as of Tuesday. I'm sure that'll slim down a little bit. With the over-under for the game at 46.5 points, ESPN's matchup predictor gives the Rams a 70% chance of winning this one. So let's talk a little bit about their team. The Rams have scored 25.3 points per game, allowed 19 points per game. We're going to start off, as always, by taking a look at the offense of the Los Angeles Rams. They've been pretty potent, uh, scoring th- or, uh, putting up 396.8 yards per game, 261.7 through the air, led by Jared Goff and on the ground, Darnell Henderson, or, uh, Darrell Henderson with 135.2 rushing yards per game. Obviously not solely through him, but taking a look at the Rams' last five games, they beat the Philadelphia Eagles, had a tough loss to the Buffalo Bills, beat the New York Giants, beat the Washington football team, and are coming off a game where they did struggle against the San Francisco 49ers, a team that was still pretty hobbled. We saw Jared Goff throw 19 for 38, 198 yards, two touchdowns and an interception. Henderson on the ground with 14 carries for 88 yards. And Tyler Higby was their receiving leader, three catches for 56 yards. So it's a little bit promising for Bears fans because the Rams team had been looking pretty hot that they finally got stumped there last week by the 49ers. Taking a look at their entire year, Goff leads the way. Obviously, for passing 128 for 1,570 passing yards, 10 touchdowns, 4 interceptions on the ground. Henderson has 72 carries, 348 yards, and 3 scores. And then for receiving, they've got a great wide receiver duo with Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. Brandon Cooks, obviously, traded to the Houston Texans this offseason. Cup has 31 receptions for 374 yards and 2 touchdowns. Taking a look at the rest of the the Rams' offense, they have a solid offensive line, Andrew Whitworth, Austin Blythe, also Austin Corbett in there, and then they, they have some pretty good tight ends as well with Tyler Higby, Gerald Everett so, or, uh, Everett, so we saw them get stumped last week. The Bears' defense is going to be rolling into this one hot. Parth, I want to pass it back to you. What do you think about uh, the offense of these Rams? I think it's a really good offense. I think it's well coached. Uh, Sean McVay is a really great coach in the NFL. And he's done a pretty good job with this offense, I can't lie. You know, Jared Goff's looked pretty good to start off the year. Ten touchdowns, four interceptions. Not a bad start for Goff, especially since he struggled last year. And then they're running back by committee with 
Henderson Brown and Akers has done pretty well too. Uh, you know, Akers, their rookie running back, hasn't gotten much action just yet, but I would not be surprised if he got a lot more action against the Bears. Uh, I feel like the Bears have had some trouble stopping the run. I mean, last week we looked really great against Mike Davis, but other than that, there has been some times where the Bears' defensive line has struggled against the run. Um, so you got to watch out for Henderson, Brown, and Akers there. And on the wide receiver side, I think they're very talented with Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Josh Reynolds, like you said, uh, three really good wide receivers. Cup is almost at 400 yards this year. So is Woods. Uh, they're both ta- equally talented. And then on the tight end side, they got two great tight ends, like you said. Uh, I think uh, Gerald Everett, and uh what's the name Tyler Higby Tyler Higby Higby's been really good this year uh, I think he's top five tight end top seven tight end and he's playing better as it goes on I mean that offense is scary they got weapons uh the Bears guy do a really good job defending them and I have full faith in our defense to do that especially after seeing them the last couple of weeks yeah the Bears' defense rolls into this game playing pretty hot I mean we've seen the comparisons with the 2018 team especially this week uh, you know, the Bears have allowed 19.3 points per game, six in the league, 5.2 yards allowed per play, six in the league, nine touchdowns allowed as a team, which is first in the league. Uh, also on third down, they've only allowed their opponents to convert on 31.8% of snaps, second in the league, and also have only allowed their opponents to score in the red zone a touchdown 36.4% of the time. That is also second in the league, but Man, these Rams do have some offensive weapons, and when they get clicking, they're going to be a tough team to stop. Robert Woods, 19 receptions for 229 yards on the season with a score. He's averaged 12.1 yards per reception. The Bears are going to have their hands full again this week with another offense. I don't know how much I entirely trust Jared Goff. We saw him kind of collapse last weekend uh, for some bad throws. We saw a Jason Verrett interception, and kudos to him. He's been playing really well, but it seems like if the Bears can get some pressure this week against another pretty solid offensive line, they, they could be uh, in for a good game, you know. Uh, Jared Goff's one of those guys that sometimes he's going to play lights out and sometimes he's going to look like a quarterback that makes you ask questions like, why did they pay him that sort of money? So it should be an interesting one. This Rams offense is very good, and Parth mentioned it. Uh, They do have a very good committee of running backs. Malcolm Brown is actually listed as their number one, but it's been a very good season for Daryl Henderson Jr. And then Cam Akers also has gotten involved in the action. So a very potent offense. They do have a lot of weapons. I'm confident that the Bears' defense will be able to slow them down, but you still have to look out for some of those wide receivers. I mean, we saw DJ Moore give... Uh, and Robbie Anderson give Jalen Johnson probably his definitely his toughest game so far last week, and it's going to be another rough couple of weeks for Jalen Johnson. Obviously, this week with the Rams, he's going to be on Cooper Cup. Uh, also, uh, he'll see some Robert Woods next week with the Saints, Michael Thomas. Uh, it, it could be tough for him moving down the stretch, but I'm confident that this Bears defense will continue to force pressure. We saw Robert Quinn have 3.81 yards of separation from the quarterback in week six. That's the second week in a row where he's averaged uh, getting closest to the quarterback and putting pressure on him. So this Rams offense is good. I, I trust the Bears defense, though. So, Jalen, I rambled on there for a bit, but what do you think about uh, the offense of these Rams? Oh, you buy, you guys basically said everything I was gonna say, so I'm gonna I'm gonna keep mine brief and short. Uh, we played the Rams the last two years. We're one on one against them. Very solid games, you know. Lot not really high scoring. Last year was seventeen to seven. 
uh, which was kind of a weird game for the Bears. You know, the offense was looking like the offense of 2018. Uh, we don't know if Mitchell got benched or he was actually hurt, but we've seen uh, Chase Daniels come into that game. We end up losing 17-7. to And then the year before, we completely dominated them on Sunday night football. It was a turnover game. You know, Mitchell threw three interceptions and uh, Jared Goff threw four, and we ended up winning 15-6. to So, I expect this game to be something like that, you know, very low-scoring game, not a lot of points. Um, you know, if the defense can continue to play like the defense is playing, I can see Jared Goff having a rough game. But this Rams offense, you know, they have uh, Sean McVay, who's probably one of the best head, uh, offensive head coaches in the league. You know, he's he's led this uh, team to a Super Bowl um, against the Patriots. Uh, Jared Goff is playing very solid ever since Sean McVay has been their head coach. Um, they got rid of Todd Gurley, but they basically have a running back by committee. You know, they have Daryl Henderson, Cam Akers, who they drafted in the second round, who's played solid when he's uh, been on the field, um, as well as Malcolm Brown. So this offense is very explosive. Uh, you know, the receivers are Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, uh, Josh Reynolds as well, and, and Van Jefferson, who they just drafted out of Florida. The tight ends, they have Gerald Everett, uh, Tyler Higbee, who, who've, who's been very well this season, actually. Um I just found this out, like, I think, like, a couple weeks ago. The reason why we drafted Adam Shaheen was because Gerald Everett was drafted right before, uh, I think, our pick, and we ended up settling for Adam Shaheen. So, thank you a lot, Gerald Everett, for wasting our 2017 second round pick. <laughs> uh, but, uh, like I said before, this offense is very explosive, um, and I definitely think this is going to be a very good game. Uh, for This is definitely going to be the matchup of the week, Our offense, their offense versus our defense. A hundred percent. That's going to be a key uh, heading into this week. And, Jalen, I know a lot about you. I know you – don't like uh, anything much more than some solid uh, contributing backup tight end play. So, yeah, uh, taking a look at the Rams' defense, they've allowed 19 points per game. They've allowed 340.3 yards per game, a little bit better than the Bears, but they did struggle last week when the San Francisco 49ers put up 24 points on them coming off of a staggering loss against the Miami Dolphins. They've allowed 340.3 yards per game, 231.3 through the air, 109 on the ground. I'm not incredibly confident that the Bears are going to be able to get the run going anytime soon. I think we all know heading into 2021, a pressing issue is going to be uh, fixing that offensive line, but Jimmy Garoppolo had quite the day on them, 23 for 33, 268 yards and three touchdowns following a game in which he was benched. Uh, Raheem Mostert had 17 carries for 65 yards. Also, the 49ers did an incredible job at implementing the tight ends in this one, which gives me some hope for the Bears guys like uh, obviously Cole Komet and Jimmy Graham. George Kittle, by the way, seven receptions, 109 yards and a touchdown, 15.6 yards per catch. Also, Debo Samuel had six catches for 66 yards and a touchdown with 11 yards per catch. So this Rams defense has a lot of familiar faces, one specifically that was in Chicago last year, but they do seem beatable if you can double-team Aaron Donald like the 49ers did last week. Taking a look at their defense, Michael Brockers leads the way with Aaron Donald up front. Leonard Floyd, someone we all know as Bears fans, leading the way at outside linebacker. He hasn't had the greatest year in uh, pass defense, but he's still been a good run defender like we remember him being in Chicago. Also heading into their secondary, it is pretty solid. Taylor Rapp and John Johnson are the safeties. Also two very good corners in Jalen Ramsey and Troy Hill. So it seems like it's going to be tough to get some points going on this Rams defense. The Bears have struggled doing so each of the last two years. But we saw the 49ers have success when they looked at their tight ends. We saw them have decent success in the run game. And Jalen Ramsey and Troy Hill, those guys didn't look like themselves next week, which is a little bit promising because I think Nick Foles is someone who can come in, be composed, hit the throws. But we'll see what he's able to do next week. 
Parth, I want to pass it back to you. Uh, th- th- this Rams defense is full of a lot of grizzled veterans, a couple of all pro players, a familiar face in Leonard Floyd that we haven't seen in a while. What do you think about their unit? I think it's a really good def- defense too. Uh, this team kind of reminds me of the Bears when I look at it, you know, like a subpar offense uh, and a really good defense. Uh, you know, they got Aaron Donald, probably the defensive player of the year. He's sitting at seven and a half sacks already this year. He's been a beast. Uh, the Bears have a really tough task at stopping him, especially losing James Daniels hurts a lot. Because I know last year and the year before, you know, Daniels did a great job against Donald, but this year we won't have Donald. I mean, uh, James Daniels. And then their linebacker, Troy Leader, also has three sacks on that team, who's been a really good, you know, rotating piece on that side. And like you mentioned, Leonard Floyd, he's been a really good run stopper. I've watched a couple Rams games this year as they've been on a lot of prime time. And the, Leonard Floyd's looked really good this year, you know. Yeah, I've seen him stopping the run really well. That was something he was really good at. And that's something the Bears are actually struggling this year. So I think that that goes hand in hand, you know. Floyd, you know, might have never been the sack guy, but he was always getting the run, stopping the run. So that's something to look out for with Leonard Floyd. And then Jalen Rams, you can never doubt his ability to be a corner. Uh, he's top five corner in the league. Um, you know, Nick Foles has to look out for him as he'll probably be beyond Allen Robinson for most of the game. So uh, guys like Miller and our tight ends and Mooney will have to definitely step it up to help out Nick Foles in this one. Yeah, uh, it's been a little bit of a rocky start to the season for Jalen Ramsey. You know, he only has 13 tackles, zero interceptions, but he's still one of the best corners in the league. And I look at Troy Hill as someone on this defense who stepped up a ton in 2020, who's going to be lined across from Darnell Mooney, lined up across from Darnell Mooney, excuse me, uh, who's going to be a tough task to throw to if you're Nick Foles, you know, taking a look at Hill's stats. He has 27 tackles, also an interception and a couple of passes defended on the season. He's been rock solid. Uh, you know what? I think you can find holes in this Rams defense. I think the way to go is to double team Aaron Donald and hopefully Leonard Floyd won't be able to take advantage of his one-on-one matchups because we didn't see him uh, really find the ability to be able to do it in Chicago. And I trust that doubling Leonard Floyd is a hundred percent the way to go. We saw the bears weren't successful running the ball last week uh, and Parse said it. I mean, losing James Daniels really does hurt. We saw Rashad Coward was okay throughout the game. He got beat sometimes. I really don't have an explanation for Alex Bars and what to expect out of him. But you know what? I think you got to double Aaron Donald on this defense, and you can hopefully give Nick Foles some time to hit these throws because I'm not going to say it's a suspect defense. I've called a couple of the last defenses we played suspect, but the Rams' defense is one that comes to play, and they're going to be solid regardless. I mean, they held the 49ers to 24 points and obviously lost that game. Their offense wasn't able to do much. So Parth mentioned it. There's a comparison you can make there between the Bears and the Rams, but hopefully Nick Foles will be able to find his receivers in this game. It's going to need to be a big day from a guy like Jimmy Graham. Uh, We saw, you know, he was able, um, George Kittle last week was able to have success against the secondary and the linebacking core of the Rams. So it's going to have to be a big day for Jimmy Graham. In no way is he anyone like George Kittle, but he's going to have to step up big time in this one if the Bears want to find success, especially in the middle and in the secondary of the field. So Jalen, I'm going to pass it to you now. What do you think about the defense of these Los Angeles Rams? Once again, y'all basically said everything I was going to say, so I'm going to try to keep it brief. Um, This defense uh, of of the Rams is, I think I wouldn't say – like it's 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 very good, you know. Obviously, has a lot of talent across the board. Aaron Donald, who's a future Hall of Famer, Jalen Ramsey, who's a future Hall of Famer, possibly. Uh, he's a top five corner right now, definitely. 
you know, they have Leonard Floyd. Um, you know, I, I feel like, you know, Leonard Floyd never really got to the quarterback other than his rookie season, but uh, every season we played against, I would say like the Packers, like he, you know, he was bound to get two sacks or, uh, you know, he was bound to get pressure on Aaron Rodgers. So uh, I feel like this game, you know, we just cut him this off season. He was our first round draft pick. We traded up for him. I think he's going to, uh, you know, have be motivated to, to show Brian Pace, like you, you shouldn't have cut me. So I, I, I definitely wouldn't be surprised if he, he got a couple sacks on uh, Nick Foles, especially going up against, I think uh, Leno um, or Leno or uh, Massey, they, they both haven't played well at all. So I wouldn't be surprised if he got pressure um, really scared of Aaron Donald, especially without James Daniels. Um, Rashad Coward got completely blown up uh, two days ago against the Panthers and, and the Panthers really didn't have anybody, uh, up front, especially with uh, Kwan Short going on IR uh, a couple of days before that. So, um, this if we need to protect the ball, um, Aaron Donald is, is going to get his. He's going to get a lot of pressure on Nick Foles. He's probably going if if Nick Foles is not protecting the ball, he might get a strip sack. Uh, the secondary isn't uh, you know isn't any bums either. They have uh, John Johnson, I think that's his name. Uh, he's he's a very good safety. T- Taylor Rappel, they drafted out of Washington last year. He's been their starter. So this is a very good defense. Um, you know, they, they might give up some points. You know, we saw it to the 49ers who have a lot of injuries on that on, on both sides of the ball. So uh, this is definitely going to be a good matchup for our offense who's been struggling a lot the, uh, the first five, six couple weeks of the season. I have a good feeling about this game. You know what? I, I think the Bears' defense is performing up to standard of their 2018 defense minus the takeaways. Uh, and we saw how they excelled against the Rams in 2018. Where I get worried is seeing James Daniels not being there because we've seen him do a pretty good job against Aaron Donald, specifically in 2018. Also, in 2019, he did a decent job against him, hence it being Aaron Donald, the Defensive Player of the Year. So, you know what? It's, it's going to be a tough task for the Bears in this one, uh, facing a Rams defense that's definitely tough. I would hope we wouldn't get a Leonard Floyd revenge game. You know, we saw Mike Davis have a decent game last week. Obviously, it's not normally a revenge game unless they beat the team that they were formerly on. So hopefully the Bears can come on top on this one and hopefully do a good job at containing Floyd. Next, let's talk a little bit about how the Los Angeles Rams can win this one. We're going to get into how the Bears can win after this, but Parth, I want to start with you. What do you think the Rams have to do? What do they have to take advantage of if they want to win this one? I think they just got to pressure the quarterback. If they can get you know Nick Foles um, rattled up, I think Nick Foles will make his make make his own mistakes, and then the Bears' offense really has no identity afterwards. You know, it's gonna be tough to run the ball against this Rams defense. That front seven's really good, like we've said. They got Donald Floyd. Um, they're, they're both great run stoppers. It's already it has been tough for the Bears to run the ball already, and it's gonna get even tougher against this Rams defense, in my opinion. So you know, if they can get Nick Foles off his game, it should be fairly easy for them as long as they play decent offense. Um, which expect them to. I mean, the 49ers game, they only put up 16 points, but you, we saw that they can move the ball really quick, especially against the Bills defense. Uh, and in other games, they put up a lot of points. Uh, so if they can play good defense, I think they have a good chance to beat the Bears. Yeah, 100%. I think it's going to be another game that's kind of one in the trenches because we see two very good secondaries. Uh, and, I, and I'm not really confident in the Bears' ability to stop the run, if I'm being honest. And we've seen Daryl Henderson and those guys have some success. So I'm going to say... Uh, I, I, and I said it uh, last week with the Carolina Panthers, and I probably said it too for the Buccaneers, but I think the only glaring weakness I see in this Bears' defense, other than the takeaways, is their ability to stop the run. They did a decent job against Mike Davis last week. It wasn't anything incredible by any means. So I think if the Rams can pound the rock, Daryl Henderson has had a good year. 
Uh, you know, I, I think they'll be able to find success, make it easier for Jared Goff. I said it earlier. I don't fully trust Jared Goff in some instances, so I would want to keep the ball out of his hands as much as possible. Uh, we saw Teddy Teddy Bridgewater throw two interceptions last week, and also on plays where they, they were throwing the ball, it seems like a, a decent amount of the time. I mean, obviously, Jalen Johnson struggled. Uh, a lot of the receivers were blanketed, so I think if you can keep the ball out of Jared Goff's hands, he's not going to make the mistakes you saw him make against the 49ers. He's not going to make the mistakes that you've seen him make against the Bears in 2019 and 2018, and I think the Rams can win this one in the trenches. So, Jalen, I'm going to pass it back to you now. What do you think Los Angeles has to do if they want to win this one? I think I'm going to say this for, for both for both teams, but uh, for the Rams, if they want to win this game, they have to create a shorter field, or the, the defense has to create a shorter field for their offense. Um, uh, like I said before, if Nick Foles doesn't protect the ball, you know, Nick Foles is going to give you a couple gifts. That's what, we're, that's what we're losing, kind of, but gaining at the same time. When we switch quarterbacks, you know, we, we lose Mitchell's athletic ability, uh, but we with Nick, we gain his uh, his ability to throw the deep ball, but he's, he's also a risk taker. He, he likes to take a lot of risk and we saw that last week uh where he threw it just lobbed the ball up in the red zone after creating a turnover so uh if if the rams want to win this game they have to create a shorter uh shorter field for the offense you know the bears defense is one of the best in the league we're number one in red zone defense i think we're number one in third down uh you know stopping third down conversions and stuff like that so uh if they keep creating short fields you know this defense is going to get tired out uh we're not always going to get a stop especially on the offense like this with a lot of weapons uh, especially with a great play caller like uh Sean McVay. so that that's what i definitely think the rams need to do there's definitely been some good battles of the young play callers throughout the years, and Matt Nagy versus Sean McVay has been a good one. Look, Kyle Fuller and Jalen Johnson still lead the league in allowing the lowest completion percentage to opposing quarterbacks through week six. So we're going to go now into how the Bears can win this one. And basing off of what I just said, I think it's pretty obvious. I think you have to slow down the threats in the Rams' receiving game. Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, two guys that just got extended. Kudos to them. They deserve to get paid. I think you have to slow them down if you want to win this one. We've seen Kyle Fuller play some all-pro, possibly even if he created a couple more turnovers, defensive player of the year type football this year. I think it's better. I think it's been better for him this year, even than during his 2018 season when he was an all-pro player. So kudos to Fuller. Jalen Johnson, I think they're going to be looking his way a lot with either Cup or Woods, whoever he's matched up against. We saw him struggle a little bit last week. We also saw him have a pass defended for uh, Deshaun Gibson's interception in the first quarter. So Jalen Johnson's seen some up-and-down play recently, has seen a lot of teams target him. I still think he's had a really good rookie year. I still think he's ready for this role and only will improve moving forward. But him and Kyle Fuller are going to have to shut down the Rams' as receivers. I do think the Bears will be able to find success against the Rams' defense if they can go to the tight ends. We've seen a lot of teams have tight end success against the Rams this season. Uh, obviously, George Kittle last week with 109 receiving yards and a touchdown on only seven catches with, I think, around 16 yards per catch. So on offense, I think the Bears are going to have to try and find holes where they can. And on defense, you just have to clamp as much as possible. And stopping the run game is also going to be very important. So Parth, I'm going to pass it back to you now. If the Bears want to go into Los Angeles and steal a win to get to 6-1, and one, what do you think they have to do to get it done? They just have to do what they've been doing, just play good defense and get the offense going at the right times. You know, like Nick Foles said, uh, good teams figure out how to win, and I think that's what the Bears have been doing so far, just trying to figure out some ways to win. It doesn't matter how you win. A pretty win is just a win, and an ugly win is just a win. Like you said, uh, I like how he thought, said that. 
Now the Bears aren't here to win pretty. We're just here to win some games, and uh, I don't care how we do it. But I think the way we can win this game is just by playing some good defense like we have been all year and getting the offense going at times. I mean, we'd love to see the offense put up 40 points a game. I just don't think it's going to ever happen. But, uh, you know, it would be a nice coming up party on Monday Night Football to show up the haters. I know the Bears are still being called the worst 5-1 and one team or the worst top team. And that's the thing that's always going to keep going until this offense plays well. But, you know, as long as we figure out a way to win, I do not mind. Yeah, uh, I think another win in primetime would solidify people taking the Bears seriously. You know, we've seen slander all year. Vegas hasn't really liked the Bears. I mean, I've been making money off of it. But Vegas hasn't liked the Bears. No one's really liked the Bears. I think solidifying a primetime win would be big here. Uh, Hopefully Nick Foles can listen to some Meek Mill in the locker room before the game because it seems like that helps him. If you know, you know. But Jalen, I want to pass it back to you now. It seems like the Bears are going to have a big opportunity here. They can move to 6-0 and in the NFC, which will really help their playoff chances, even if they don't win the division, just with the wild card, the expanded third wild card team with the new CBA. So what do you think Chicago has to do in this one if they want to give themselves a chance to move to 6-1? and So like I said, for the Rams, they need to if they want to win, they have to create shorter fields for their offense. If the Bears want to win, we have to do what we did last week. Uh, basically, you know, on the on – the, First drive uh, for the Panthers, or the first drive of the game, basically, we, we got a sack, and then we created a turnover, and we were uh, on in the red zone already. You know, it took a while for us to score. You know, we saw a uh, delay a game, two timeouts by both sides, uh, uh, both teams, and we finally was able to uh, score uh, on, a, on an absolute dime throw by, by Nick Foles to Cole Komet. So, um, you know, we started off the game hot. And that basically continued th- throughout the whole game. Teddy Bridgewater was playing uh, great on their three-game winning streak. He, I think he was number one at that time, and uh, completion percentage was 73%. So uh, with with Jared Goff, we need to do the same thing. We need to pressure him. Uh, Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks, um, Robert Quinn, he, he hasn't really got to the quarterback, uh, you know, sacks-wise, but he's created a lot of pressure on, on the last play of the game for uh, on, for the defense. You know, he, he was in Teddy Bridgewater's face before he threw the interception to uh, DHC. So that's what we need to do to, to Jared Goff. He's going he's, he's gonna to get rattled um, – if we, if we pressure him, we've seen it before. Uh, you know, he likes to give us turnovers. We've created multiple turnovers both games we played against uh, the Rams. So that's what we need to do again. Nick Foles needs to capitalize, uh, especially if we get to the end zone. Uh, we need to try to run the ball well. I think I don't think we're going to do it because of who we're going up against, like an Aaron Donald, a Leonard Flew. He's a great run defender. But if we can, uh, that that's definitely uh, a big reason for us to win. The Chicago Bears are going to have an opportunity to move to 6-1. and Uh, The Bears basically have a tough stretch for the rest of the season. They don't get many breaks. I think the only, quote, easy games they would have left are maybe one against the Lions, two against the Vikings who have been struggling, and then maybe the Houston Texans and the Jacksonville Jaguars. But the Bears are going to have to win some of these tough ones to put themselves in a good spot for the playoffs. I would like to say before we end this episode of Meet the Opponents, All of our uploads this week are going to be pushed back a day. Obviously, you're seeing this on Tuesday. You will see our three key matchups coming out next on Thursday, and then we will do Fan Mail Friday on Saturday and then put out our pregame show on Sunday night. Obviously, the game is on Monday night this week, so we're giving ourselves pushing ourselves a day back just to uh, make our coverage more accurate. But thank you guys so much for tuning into our Week 7 installment 
of Meet the Opponents. If you want more content from us, do us a favor. Head over to our website, BearDown.com. We're posting columns, articles, and blogs there this week to get you guys ready for Bears versus Rams, so be sure to go over there if you have some extra time. If you would like to find the podcast on social media, you can find it at BearDown on Instagram and Twitter. We announced our giveaway yesterday. We are giving away a signed and authenticated Anthony Miller mini helmet, so head over to our social media. Those giveaways are free to enter. We're going to start doing one every month. Be sure to check us out on both of those platforms at BearDown. And finally, you can find the links to all of our social media down in the description. Parshaw, Jalen McClinton, the Bears did what they needed to to put themselves in a good spot heading into this Week 7 matchup, but times are getting tough now, and we're going to find out more specifically throughout the next three weeks what type of team these 2020 Chicago Bears are. Any last words? Yeah, like you said, the next three weeks are going to tell us how what this team's about. You know, we got some tough games coming up. We got the Rams, the Saints, uh, the Titans, the Vikings, the Packers, you know, I'd say they're all really good teams. You know, the Vikings might not have the greatest record, but they know how to get yards and they know how to play pretty good defense. Um, but other than that, you know, this Rams game this week is going to be a tough game. I'm excited to see what the Bears have in them. It's a Monday night game. I'm not a big fan of Monday night games, but, you know, it'll be fun to see the Bears on prime time. I, will, I always like seeing the Bears on prime time. Uh, a little bit more scared to see them, but hopefully we can prove everyone wrong. Uh, I think this team has what it takes to take the next step. It'd be perfect if they can take it right now. These next two games for me, uh, you know, three, we play, we play the Titans, but that's an AFC team. Uh, if we want to make the playoffs, especially with this new wild card system, you know, adding an extra team, we have to win in the AF- NFC. We're 5-0 and so far in the NFC. I think that's the best record, yeah, in the, in the entire NFC. We haven't lost a game. So uh, playing these, these next two NFC teams in the Los Angeles Rams and uh, New Orleans Saints who might be fighting for those wild card spots if they don't win the division uh, is going to be huge for us. So, uh, next two games, next two games prove if I already think we're, we're we're pretty a legit team, especially after these last couple wins. But to the to the whole NFL and show that you know we're we're capable of winning games in the playoffs and we're we're five and one for a reason. So other than that, bear down. Uh, we're about to hit three K. I'm super excited. We play on Monday Night Football. Uh, that's about it. Yeah, it's make it or break it time for the Chicago Bears. We're going to find out if they're contenders or pretenders in these next couple of weeks, and we are excited to get it going. Jalen mentioned it, guys. If you made it this far in the podcast, if you're listening on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, do us a favor and subscribe. So, so close to 3,000 on YouTube, also very close to 200 on both Apple and Spotify. So do us a favor, subscribe if you want Bears content every day of the week, and we're going to keep you guys in the loop with all of our Week 7 coverage. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. Bears fans, as always, do us a favor and stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.